If you have any questions or concerns about this week's episode, please call or text producer Dan at 778-288-9255. Start the party, Dan! Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 219. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And with us is a fabulous guest. And I think, Stefan, fair to say, um, insane we have not had him on the show before. I know. Uh, it's, it's it's my fault. It's, it's, it's a real... Dropping well, we, we haven't ball. had him on uh, on a solo episode. Sorry, yes, so, yeah. we've had him on a bonus episode. Haven't had him on a main episode, and and it's a it's a failure on my part. But I'm thrilled that he has overlooked my incompetence and has agreed to be on the <laughs> show today. Uh, one of our faves. He is one half of the fantastic podcast Minion Death Cult. Alexander Edward is here. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Uh, you'd be surprised. I actually don't have that many. Uh, I haven't gotten blocked that much online. So, oh, okay. That's fine, though. So that's, maybe that's I okay. was right to never book you is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. That, no, your instincts are correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I guess you guys with, with MDC, you're sort of more, uh, you're kind of like lurking in the shadows. You're not really like, you're not really picking fights per se. Facebook is weird because you're just on your personal account that all your family members are friends with. So you can't do that much weird stuff. Right. Oh, you don't have uh, like a burner for like, cause you, you don't really, it's almost like the Star Trek thing where you can't, you can never like actually interact with these insane right wing commenters directly. Right. So you don't have like a burner for that or something. Okay. So here's, here's what, since I've started doing minion death cult, I was yeah. just using my personal account to join all these insane right wing Facebook groups, yeah. rumor groups, <laughs> groups about singles with Harleys, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was in too deep to start a burner. I was like, I don't right. want to have to join right. five, literally like 500 more groups. So I waited until pretty recently. I finally got a burner. Uh, my favorite thing about my burner is that my avatar is a, a photo stolen, a selfie <laughs> Stolen from this guy who was uh, complaining that Minnie Mouse wasn't in a dress anymore. Okay. <laughs> and it's a construction guy. It's like a young construction guy, just photo like a foot and a half away from his face, wearing his hard hat. And he was like, get your own Minnie Mouse. This one, like you want the Minnie Mouse with the pantsuit? Get your own, all right? Do you, th do you think this was coming wow. from a place of uh, being horny for Minnie Mouse, or? I, I don't know. I, I think maybe he just didn't have that many memories, and one of them <laughs> was of Minnie Mouse. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, my God. I yeah, mean, I yes. Mean, it could be I a horny his, thing. I mean, I think we've all gone I through think a on, horny for Minnie Mouse. Phase. On some level, I think, maybe it, it would be, uh, well, the classic old cartoon character to get horny for, very famously so, Absolutely. if you've read the, the comic strip Mr. Boop. Uh, is of course Betty Boop. Yeah. Um. Hell, that was me yesterday. That's you were horny for Betty Boop yesterday. Oh yeah. Whomst among us hasn't jacked one out to Betty Boop? I mean, I, I haven't. I think you meant you had your sexual awakening yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. It turns out I'm only into cartoon characters. The, the Betty Boop thing is so funny because 
Well, first of all, Mr. Boop, if you haven't read it, is like incredible. You should go read it. Um, but the thing with Betty Boop that's very funny is like in like the 1920s or 30s or whatever, she was like the hottest woman alive. <laughs> like, like grown men were just like so horny for her. Like yeah. that's fucking, that's so crazy. That's nuts. And I think also, I think she originally started out as like a dog and then as like a dog cartoon or whatever, and then became the Betty Boop we all know and love today. They bimbified her. She was a dog. And then they, and then they did uh, what, like inflation on her breasts and stuff. Yeah. They yassified a dog and that became yeah. Betty Boop. I mean, um, I love that Stefan's like, I've never jacked off to Betty Boop before, well, I know she but, was here's a dog. This, but here's this obscure trivia fact about <laughs> Betty Boop that uh, it seems like no one I, else here is familiar with. I don't, think, I don't with. think that's that obscure. Is well, it, is, it does It does say in the, I'm, I'm on the Betty Boop Wikipedia, and it says, yeah, Betty Boop made her on first Boop-a-pedia? appearance. I'm, yeah, I'm on Boopapedia. <laughs> uh, it's just stuff about Betty Boop and the one scene from Superbad. Um, yeah, I only I only look at Betty Boop for the lore. That's why I yes, also, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it says uh, she made her first appearance in the cartoon Dizzy Dishes in 1930, inspired by a popular performing style, but not by any one specific person. The character was originally created as an anthropomorphic French poodle, which, of Claire, course, is the sexiest dog breed dog, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it says Clara Bow is often given credit as the inspiration for Boop, though Fleischer told his artists he wanted a caricature of singer Helen Kane, who performed in a style shared by many of the performers of the day. Within a year, Betty had made the transition from an incidental, uh, incidental human canine breed to a completely human female character, um, which is like I do kind of like the idea that they started out with with it being like, oh, this is a hot dog. Yes. Um, and then now it's we got to find a way to make this into a hot cartoon. Woman. Yeah, because because people were so horny for the dog. And, yes. And they were and like, you know, standards and practices or whatever was like, look, we, we know just, we know the dog is really good looking. We know everyone wants to fuck the dog. Like, yeah. that's fine. But can you make it so she's like a human woman cartoon yeah. character at the very least that people want to fuck? And we they did make this legal. And the rest is history. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'd, what about? Um, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, just I was just, just to be clear, I've never jacked off to Betty Boop. I just wanted to make that clear. Uh, How about go, Jessica go ahead, Rabbit? Alex. I mean, yeah, of course. Alex, go ahead. Oh, I was just, you know, we've heard a lot about Betty Boop. Oh, tell me more about this Mr. Boop. What's his deal? <laughs> oh, have you not? It's, uh, okay, you need to actually, Mr. Boop is, uh, <laughs> so it's Alec Robbins, who's very funny, and it was a uh, comic series uh, which I believe you, you can buy the, you can buy the books, I think. And it's just, it's just a guy who is married to Betty Boop and is really horny for Betty Boop and wants to fuck Betty Boop. Is uh, he a, is he a cuck figure like Roger Rabbit there? I feel like there's definitely some cuck stuff. Go- like there's a lot of sexual there's so like uh bugs bunny shows up. Um, I mean, there's a lot going on in it. You should just, you what should era? just read it. This is, this is 1950. Uh, no, it's like it's like from like the webcomic is from like last year. Webcomic, <laughs> um, got it. But okay. it's but Betty Boop is like Betty Boop is like Betty Boop in her prime in like the 1930s or 40s or whatever. But like mm. she's like married to a guy today. Um, okay, and so uh, you just know like about all kinds of Betty Boop stuff, like even the yeah. fan. Made, 
I guess so. I guess maybe I know a lot yeah, about Stefan Betty is Boop. really, really showing his ass here about his, uh, his Betty Boop knowledge. I, I guess I know, do I know more of a Betty Boop than the average person? Maybe <laughs> Stefan goes to the library and smacks the dicks out of hands of guys who are jacking off to Betty Boop on the public computers and say, don't you know, she used to be an anthropomorphic French poodle. <laughs> That's disgusting. Oh, uh, I would, I would, uh, I would never go to a library, John. I just want to make that clear to our <laughs> listeners. That's a good uh, point. Wow. Okay. I'm just, yeah, I'm on, uh, I'm on the Betty Boop wiki right now. Uh, portrayal sex symbol. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not saying say. straight up like, oh, people were horny. Well, I guess it is kind of. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I feel like if you call a cartoon character a sex symbol, you're sort yeah. of implying that people are horny for this cartoon. People want to fuck the, the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jessica Rabbit. Um, I mean, this was actually one of this was it wasn't our first top three top three cartoon characters you want to fuck hottest cartoon hottest because car- yeah, I know we, we kind of kept it above uh, we kept it above board Stephen. yeah I mean and maybe I, in your mind it was top well, three you know cartoon I, okay. characters I want to fuck but the actual question was top three and it was it was that was characters. Sophie's top three I think right correct um because I feel like I don't I don't know if she said it or if I said it but um uh Robin Hood as a uh, oh, the, yeah. the fox Robin Hood from the Disney movie. Um, that's supposedly a big one like a lot of people yeah. cite cite robin hood uh mine was lola bunny for sure oh yeah. of course have you guys seen the lola bunny challenge i know john has <laughs> is this, was this also on the betty boop website you no this it? is uh i think this is on tiktok um okay. oh oh essentially what it was is there was a well no it actually it definitely wasn't on tiktok because it was like actually too explicit to be on tiktok um i think it was just on twitter but uh, essentially what it was is that there was like a gif that someone had made of Lola Bunny uh, completely nude and then like squatting towards the camera. Uh, and you could see like her ass and pussy. Uh, okay. and, <laughs> Dan, stop laughing. Dan's just you can see it. her bussy, her bunny pussy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what a bussy is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've then heard a lo- people talk about it, and now I finally understand what it means. Yeah, oh, wow. and, and then a lot of people were recreating this GIF uh, in real life. Um, so that is the Lola Bunny Challenge. No, I'll uh, check it out. The, the Betty Boop Challenge is you have to jack off to a cartoon dog. Um, so, <laughs> Oh, is Max's girlfriend in a Goofy movie a dog? Because... Right, right. Yeah, because she's the one where, uh, from the meme where it's like, damn... Damn, bitch, you live like this? Like that's <laughs> she that's is. Her, yeah, right? I forgot. I forgot. That's that's what she's known for now. That's, yeah, which is a second career one, as of, as that meme. One of the best memes around. But um, yeah, I feel like I guess she's a well. Like this is one of those things. I mean, I think we've talked about this so many times before. Goofy was Goofy. Did did Goofy start? It? Well, we talked about this with Demi and Tom. I think because uh, it sounds out, like something we would talk about. We, with well, we Demi found and Tom. out we found out that Goofy's wife's name was Geef. Remember that? Yes, yes, we did. Yeah. Um, Goof, Geef, Goof, Geef, Goof. Yeah, yeah. That's bad. Um, that's Geef not goof. a good. That's not yeah. a good sounding word at all. No, it's no, it's, it's not. It's not great. But did we did we settle on Goofy was always a dog or was he like a just like a creature? Before? No, he was always a dog. I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's always a dog. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, this is sort of reminding me. No, like, I Tom thought he was Demi- a cow. I thought he was a cow. Remember? Didn't oh, we- maybe as a cow first. I don't know. All I'm gonna say is uh, that Demi and Tom episode was like only about 15 episodes ago. So um, I'm starting to realize how much we talk about uh, like Geef? nude and uh, nude like 20, cartoon it was like 20 characters. Episodes and, ago, wasn't well, it? It was 203, I think. So if this is 219, that puts oh. us at about 16. So oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> we got to find anyway, new shit to talk about. I have a fever, so I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to survive over here. Oh, I, woke I had some up really the, disgusting diarrhea the, before we. If you want okay. me to talk about something new, well, yeah, is it, yeah, it's definitely really something you've never. Well, talked Why don't you about go ahead and before. talk about being sick? Yeah, I mean, you're well, always was, you're always sick. Oh, apparently sick now. Th- apparently, that's my new thing now. I'm always sick. I woke up in the middle of the night last night, just like shivering my ass off. And I was, uh, yeah, and I had a brutal headache and I don't know what the hell went on. And then I, then I got really warm and I was like sweating and I had to turn the oh heat God. off. And then I woke up this morning with a fever and a, he- Jesus and a headache. So, well, we had to cancel our, our bonus episode recording today. Yeah. Cause um, I just can't do it. You I just I can't, can't do it. Well, cause you would focus. have, you would have had to be the trivia master. Yeah. Uh, we were going to do we, a trivia We won't party. spoil who it was going to be with, but yeah, um, you were going to yeah. do some trivia for us and it was going to be great and we're still going to do it. Um, we'll, we'll do it. We'll yeah. still do it. Alex, how uh, are you feeling? Because I'm feeling I'm a little hungover because I went to the Canucks game last night, which was a total shit show. Uh, John is feeling it sounds sick. like this morning was a total shit show. I mean, well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second here. Dan, I think, feels great. Dan is looking good. Um, I mean, I woke up at like 6 a.m. and had two or three diarrheas, but... <laughs> that makes it sound like you were three. drinking them. Yeah, ex- yeah exactly. <laughs> I couldn't sleep, so I had two or three diarrheas, and then anyway. I went back to bed. Uh, Alex, how are you feeling? Uh, I also had diarrhea. T- okay, wow, this morning, wow. but but it's because uh, I drank my pre workout in the morning and exercised, and that just gets everything moving, you know. So it was a healthy diarrhea. It was a healthy diarrhea. Mm, yeah. yeah, I mean, mine. I feel like I've been I've been like cutting back on on beer. Uh, so I'm like not drinking during the week at all. I'm, I've been only, I've had a couple beers every Saturday. And then yesterday we're going to the Canucks game, which was like, again, just a total gong show. Uh, it was the last game for their coach. I went with, uh, my co-host Aaron from, I hate this team. It was a lot of fun, but I drank a bunch of beer beforehand. Cause I didn't want to like have to spend way too much money. The beers are $22 at the game. Like that's obscene. Like what's happened? What's happened to society? You it's know? fucked. I mean, for real. It's, it's and tw- this is twenty-two Canadian dollars to be clear. So it's like it's like four dollars American, but yeah, uh, actually quite a good deal if you look at it that way. But it was uh, so I, I had some beers last night, and I had some like fried food last night, if you can believe that. Mm. Uh, mm. And then this morning went out for brunch, had a huge breakfast, and like two giant coffees, and. Well, so we, John and Dan, you are familiar with this term. I, I, I've used it on the show several times before, but our, our friend Greg, former guest of the show, uh, has, has coined a term for this type of shit. Uh, and Alex, I think you'll like this. It's called a nest of snakes. Mm. You know well, that you, exa- you know that type it, of shit, right? The feeling you get inside your stomach is like writhing snakes. Well, that's part uh, of no, it. No, it's worse. It's worse than that. That is okay. de- that's definitely part of it, I would say. But the, the main reason for the name is like the end result of like what it looks like in the toilet. Okay, yeah. So like a bunch of little like squiggly little it's more like a nest of worms, I would say, but um that counts more <sighs> as a solid shit to me than diarrhea. Well, I will I'll just say there was also it was like one of those shits where it's like every uh everything on the Bristol stool chart at once. <laughs> um I shit out the whole damn chart. And yeah. they call I that feel the, the suicides, the suicides of diarrhea. You mix it all together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it's really nasty. <laughs> By drink. the way, yeah. if if I had to guess, Dan, when is the last time you drank uh, like swamp water or suicides or whatever you want to call it? What the fuck is that? It's where <laughs> you mix together like how many different pops at once? It's got to be all of them. It's okay. got to be everything available. Yeah. I have never done that. I've always thought that was stupid. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 
sounds coward, oh, okay. coward speak. Yeah, oh, this is stupid. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I've definitely done that like as a, as a kid at like birthday parties and stuff. And John, I assume you did as well at some point. I mean, come on. Yeah. Of course. You're, ta- you're talking to the man who once drank 5.2 liters of pop in a single night. So, uh, yeah, I've been around swamp water before. <laughs> I forget. Uh, you've told that story on the, on the pod before, right? Yeah, I had two two six hundred milliliter bottles and two of the two liter bottles of Coke. Uh, three of them were Coke. One was Mellow Yellow. Jesus, how did uh, you feel afterwards? Bad. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I felt like I had done cocaine. Like I genuinely <laughs> felt like because I what happened was I was staying out at my friend's uh, dorm. I lived at home when I went to university. I lived about an hour away from from UBC where I went. So I would stay some nights, like Friday night, I'd stay at my friend's dorm, and then I don't drink, obviously, so I would stay on Friday, and then I would stay on Saturday for the party, and then like drive home at like 2 in the morning or whatever on Saturday night. Yeah. And so Friday night, a few of the guys, this was in the middle of the poker boom, so a few of the guys sort of were like, oh, let's play some poker. And I was like, well, I got, you know, and this is at like 5 p.m. And I'm like, well, I got to have got to have a little drink while I'm playing poker. So then I end up drinking two of the small bottles of Coke while I'm playing <laughs> poker. Then I had bought two two liters, assuming that I would drink one on Friday and one on Saturday. <laughs> and then we went to because that's usually what I would do if I went to a party is I would just buy a two liter bottle of pop and then I would just carry it around the party and drink it out of the bottle. And that's uh, <laughs> look. It got me laid. Uh, no. So is that you? Definitely. Was that you trying to like uh, call your shot? I'm like, hey, yeah, I know I'm not drinking, motherfucker. I got this two liter, two liter of soda. Was that you like doing a cool thing to uh, head off any criticism? I or? mean, whether it was cool or not, I think remains up for debate. But um, I think it was more honestly. I think yeah, like no, I I do think it wasn't so much of like yeah, I'm not drinking, motherfuckers. It was more like. I'm not drinking, but I am also doing damage to my body. Like I wanted people to be aware that like, I, I understand you're all getting fucked up on alcohol and weed. Um, and I am about to get fucked up on this sugary beverage. Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm doing something extreme also. So like, I'm in the same boat as you guys, I think is more kind of what I was going for. I think also it kind of started in the era where you would still be like where my friends would still be drinking forties, you know, or, you know, they didn't have a lot of money. So it's like drinking malt liquor. Yeah, exactly. So to me, that was sort of like a 40 of pop, you know, you just, you have the thing and you, you drink. Yeah. It's not, I'm not bragging. It was not cool, but no, I mean, you, you kind of, it sounds like you, what I was saying was like what you were doing was it was like, yeah, we're all fucked up. We're all in this fucked up, you know, thing together. We got to do things to cope, like drink alcohol or a two liter of soda. Did you ever play, uh, Edward two liter hands? Oh no, but I should have like (laughs) talking about this right now does make me feel like I should do it at some point. John, you should, you should do it at the summer summit. For, for uh, fantasy team. I mean, I'm 37 years old. It would be yeah, a full you have disaster to do it now. if the, I did it. The, the older you get, the uh, stupider it is. So you have to do it as soon as possible. So it's less stupid. I mean, stupid. doing it as 37 is so stupid. Oh, but I what, mean, not, you like, can't do it when you're 36. I hate to tell you, you're 37 now. It doesn't work that way. So you got to do it now because it's better than doing it when you're 38. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess. Or I could just not do it. It could be a Patreon goal. <laughs> I do <laughs> You're Edward, doing it while I'm driving hands? you around. Yeah. That would be pretty good. 
because we know you we know you can drink two liters no problem I yeah mean, you're in the middle of a story about i mean i think now it that. might be a problem i could drink i think i could drink two liters no problem but four liters four is right. fucked like, and that was, don't your teeth feel only, all nasty too oh like, it was i felt horrible oh. i mean I got like halfway through the mellow yellow. It was just one of those things. It just wasn't paced correctly. It was like five o'clock. I have the two smaller bottles. And then it was like, by the time we got to the party, it was like eight. Like that's too early to be starting to drink a two liter. I was like, so it was like 10 o'clock and I was done my one two liter. I'm like, I don't know. I guess I better crack this other one. Yeah. All done. My but two no, liter. I felt horrible. Like I definitely felt like, I mean, I've never done cocaine. But it felt like that. It felt like a sort of crash like that almost. Like I couldn't, I was like laying on a couch and I like couldn't yeah. bring myself to get up off the couch and I felt really horrible. Well, John, I don't know if, if you know this, but Coca-Cola actually used to have cocaine in it back in. Uh, wow. The, yeah. Isn't okay. That's, this is something that I think would be a good subject Did of Betty discussion. Did used to be an anthropomorphic <laughs> Coke bottle? I th- well, that's the uh, look at her figure. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> I think uh, this is this is sort of a fun thing to talk about. I've I've done this before, where you come up with like the best like stupid guy facts, where it's like a fact like a stupid guy would say to like impress someone, right? Yes. And I think like the Coke one is definitely up there. It's up there as one of the stupider facts um, for sure. Um, I, another one right off the bat comes to mind. Did you know that Lincoln was actually a Republican? Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah that's fact. a very good stupid that's guy a, fact. That's a very good one, yeah. I think... Because uh, that has the added, like... Political side I, of it. Yeah, yeah, like, it's not only that I'm smart, I'm also engaged politically, which yeah. is really good. Very stupid. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. think another classic one, uh, and I, I think... So I, I, I was having this discussion back in, like, TwitchCon 2018 with a bunch of guys, and I think uh, Greg was there, uh, who... The, the nest of snakes, Greg. Uh, and I think he, he brought this one up as a really good stupid guy fact. And it's, if you drop a penny off the empire state building, it will kill someone. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Um, I think, I think that's kind of a classic one. Cause it has to really hit like a perfect, it's gotta be like, well, it's like, it's gotta be true, but it's also something like most people know already. Um, so it's not like that impressive of a fact, but it's also gotta be a fact that like a stupid guy would, would know and like think it's impressive that he knows it, you know? And just be excited about because that's a cool thing to happen. It's, like a penny traveling fast enough to split a human being in half is the yeah. way I like to imagine it. That doesn't have to be part of the trivia. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Uh, Dan, do you have any good stupid guy facts? Why? What are you? What are you asking me for? <laughs> well, we're all we're all kind of stupid guys here. So do do you have a good uh, stupid guy fact? No, I, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Can we get a water update quickly? No, you may not. Okay, that means uh, a month or more. <laughs> <laughs> yep uh alex i don't well, know if, I, don't, I don't know if you know this but uh producer dan famously well i mean look i'm gonna give dan some credit here he he's been drinking more water recently but uh he famously like does not drink water like at all it it feels good to drink water man i know you, you don't like i know it doesn't seem like it but if you drink like 16 ounces of water in like 15 minutes you're like damn all right I feel good. What I do, man, because I have trouble drinking water too, unless it's the summer, is I take those hydration electrolyte packets. They're called like hydration charger. You know, they sell yes. them at yeah. GNC or whatever, and it's a little packet and you pour and it makes the water taste good. Yeah, that's a good idea, Dan. Okay. Or what we could do is we can do a bonus episode where Dan does Edward Britta hands. <laughs> Oh, that would be great. <laughs> just, I was going to say, I would just do, you know, 40 hands with you when you did the two-liter hands. But <laughs> well, the, the other one sounds... 
Worse, if, much worse. Uh, <laughs> obviously, there's Edward Forty Hands. You guys ever do the wizard stick? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I did. I mean, John I knew. I knew guys who did do the wizard. Yeah, stick John for doing sure. that would be. I mean, how many? That would be even worse. Like. Would that be worse than no, the No, it wouldn't amount? be more than 5.2. Because you'd probably need what? What's a wizard stick? Like 10? 9? Well, many? it's like, yeah, I mean, it's got to be, it's like, the, the goal is to get it to be at least your height, if not taller. So um, that's probably what? Yeah, 9 or, like, even if it's 10 cans of pop, that's still only 3.5 oh, liters. Okay. Alex, have you done the wizard stick? No, I, it took me a second to remember. You just stack all the beers you're drinking. Yeah, you like duct tape and them together. Tape them, you tape them together. And, and then everyone's walk walking around. around the party with like yeah. their big like wizard staff. Yeah, it's, I, it's so lame. It <laughs> might be the lamest possible drinking thing you could do. I, yeah. I like that better than Edward Forty Hands. I wouldn't want to have my hands like useless <laughs> for whatever, 20, 30 minutes. Um, I never played any drinking games. I just like to drink. Yeah. I, I no, mean, we did a lot like of a cool, we did a lot of beer like a, pong and stuff. A cool but, thing, but I, I just, I never, I was just like, no, I'm already drinking as fast as I can. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I don't need the encouragement. Yeah. I know there was also uh, Centurion. Uh, you know, oh, the that's guys like a would, shot uh, of beer. Every it's a hundred, a hundred shots of beer, one shot every minute for a hundred for a hundred minutes. That's yeah. That catches up to you. I've never done it. I've seen oh, my friends I've seen, do it. I, I we. Uh, we had a guy hospitalized. Jesus Christ! Well, because yeah. he had he had too much before. Like oh, when you, that's yeah, also you the go problem. Dry. Yeah, yeah. You can't pre-drink. He had a he, he pre-drank for <laughs> pre-gaming for the centurion. Yeah, yeah. So he so yeah so he 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 spent some time in the hospital. Um, I have a I have an amazing dumb guy fact that I just remembered. Okay. And I think yes. you'll all agree how great of a dumb guy fact this is. Um, did you know that you can actually die from drinking too much water? Oh yes! Oh, that is a good one. That's a very yeah. good one. Damn. Hold your wee for a wee. Hold your wee for a wee. The infamous uh, wee contest. That one was yeah. crazy because people were calling in to be like, "Hey, <laughs> someone's gonna someone's gonna die if you do this," and they just would ignore them. Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, like a Britney Spears concert tickets or something like that. No, it was mm. the Wii because the contest was it was like a Nintendo Wii console because the oh, it was oh. right when it came out in like 2006, 2007, whenever, and the contest name was "Hold Your Wee for a Wee." <laughs> Yeah, they uh, were so because it was so hard to get a Wii also. Yeah. At the time. So yeah, should, we've brought that mm. fact up on the show a few times, but that is a really good one as well. It's a very yeah. good dumb guy fact. Yeah. Because it is also it is also like it's a good dumb guy fact because it's also justification for behavior. Exactly. Right? So that's always like a that's always such a good dumb guy when it's like, yeah, but did you know that yeah. like, you know, there's in is, one in one recorded incident, uh, actually that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. you know, you're right. That is a really good one. I'm trying to think. I feel like I haven't contributed to the dumb guy fact. Yeah, because it, it, it's it's got to be a fairly well-known thing, I think. Yes. That a dumb guy would think is not well-known. Is like, yes, is sort of like a rare. Yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll come back. It's to tough it. to hit that exact sweet spot. Um, a, a good a good uh, source for it is uh, the Uncle John's bathroom reader. Which I love. Don't get me what wrong. Are you, what are you saying about my uncle? Okay, the Uncle John's bathroom reader. You know, you know about the the bathroom readers. Of I am course. familiar with the Uncle John's bathroom. Um, readers. Yes. We had so many of those when I was when I was a kid, and, and they're great. But there are a lot of because at the at the bottom of every page they have like a little like quote or or factoid or whatever. Um, and there's definitely a lot of good. Like there's a lot of stuff you've probably never heard of before in there. But there's a lot of good like classic dumb guy facts in there too. Are you trying to find one right now, John? 
Are you just no. Googling dumb guy facts? Yeah. No, I was looking at something else, but now, yeah, let me look it up. Dumb guy facts. So where where do you oh, like learn? Oh, this okay. is the first thing that comes up, and there's no way this is good. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, guys, this is really rough. It's 40 strange but true funny facts about men on lynnnoelton.com. Mm, yeah. Um and uh number 1 is uh if you shake your groove thing in front of a man, you're pretty much guaranteed to have anything you want. <laughs> that's a very true man fact. Yeah, that's yeah. strange, actually. That's strange to think about. Number two. But it's true. Men enjoy long romantic walks to the beer fridge. Oh, yeah. I mean. It's true. I mean, that's I, nice if yeah, someone holds your hand str- on the way to the fridge. That's not strange, though. Do they know what hey. strange means? Yeah. Uh, hey, number uh, beer, three. Beer men fridge. waste thousands of gallons of fuel every year driving around while not asking for directions. Oh, that's no. fun. Yeah, that's good. Okay, Alex, I think you, did you have a dumb guy fact, Alex? Um, I was going to say, yeah, we should do a Green New Deal that forces men to at, carry maps or <laughs> at, at, ask, <laughs> ask for directions. Okay, now this is just out of nowhere. So it's yeah, it's like a lot of just ones like the ones I just read. And then out of nowhere, 50% of men claim they would feel comfortable if their girlfriend had a lesbian lover. OMG. What, what is this website? lynnnoelton.com this is this is so funny who the fuck is reading these i guess we are that's just so extra (laughs) oh for the love of pete what is the big deal about golf it's just a big patch of grass with a little dimpled ball okay that's not a fact that's an opinion (laughs) on golf yeah what are they doing here this is a disaster it's not a good it's not a good website but there is this is great this is the, what you're thinking of here. Totally useless facts from the Freeman Institute. And this website looks like it was made on GeoCities. <laughs> uh, there's so many really good ones here. <laughs> In 10 minutes, a hurricane releases more energy than all the world's nuclear weapons combined. I think that's a that's close to a dumb guy fact. Yeah, that's, I would pretty, say. that's almost yeah. like too smart, maybe. But I think that's a good dumb guy fact. Yeah. Okay, let me see here. Uh, oh, you know what a, a good one is? like, and Because they don't always have to be true either, but a good dumb guy fact is, oh, you can see the Great Wall of China from space, even though that's yeah. not true. You can't, mm. but I think that's a that, good dumb guy fact. That is really good, yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, this is a good one, especially with the movie about to come out. If Barbie were life-size, her measurements would be 39, 23, 33. She would stand seven feet, two inches tall. Okay, so that's life. Si- that's life size is seven feet two inches tall. Apparently, yeah. If you took like the scale model of like the doll itself, I guess. But you yeah, can I guess scale it's like it comparing the scale model of her to like the house or the car or something right. like that. Maybe that okay. makes sense. Okay. Okay. Why? Maybe it's just a smaller house. Oh, I've got a good. This is really good right okay. here, you guys, because this has a little political tinge to it as well. Okay. This is what you could see a dumb guy saying to a woman at a party to sound impressive. Okay. Michael Jordan makes more money from Nike annually than all of the Nike factory workers in Malaysia combined. Mm. Yeah, because you can sound you sound a little woke that way, sort of. Yes, you know? it's like a woke, but like also a fun fact, and also like you know, what is this world coming to? Wow. So that that's a good one. Very good. Well, let us know in in the Discord and on Twitter uh, some good dumb guy facts. Love they, dumb, they really dumb are. Facts. They really are quite fun. Um, the other thing I didn't mention. Well, I think I mentioned it before we started recording, but um, 
the whole the whole issue with my diarrhea this morning is that I'm wearing like like off white sweatpants. And the whole issue. The whole issue with my diarrhea. Well, that's like one of the issues with it, I guess. But um, yeah. I was like legitimately so worried that a little bit was going to, like I was I was going to shard basically. But I haven't I haven't sharded for a while. I'm on a pretty good streak of not. Well, I'm not on a streak actually. But I haven't I haven't sharded for for a while here. So I'm I'm feeling good. You know. Are you guys proud yeah, of me? Did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dan. I guess good for you, dude. Thank you. This is last dumb guy fact, because this is another realm that we haven't considered the dumb sexual fact. Oh, yeah. Where, like, a guy uses the fact to hit on a woman. Yeah. Oh, like, pigs have, like, 30-minute orgasms That's or whatever? That's exactly the one. That's exactly <laughs> the one I was about to read, yeah. A pig's orgasm yes. lasts 30 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, that yeah. is a really good dumb guy fact. That's a sure. perfect one. It's oh, just like, have you I'm, ever tried Tantra? I'm so well, glad I'm in that mindset that I just got it immediately. <laughs> Incredible. And another, uh, this is another good sex one. The strongest muscle in the body is the tongue. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that's another. What about, what about the biggest organ in the human body is skin? Yeah. Skin. Good, yeah. Does that count that's as a, a dumb one. guy fact? Would you, cause it's the, I think a good yeah, dumb guy I fact so. has a, has an element of like surprise or like, Oh, you didn't expect that. Huh? You didn't think about skin as an organ. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're okay. totally right about that. it's, it's surprise. And also it's meant to like, it's been, it's like a status thing. You're definitely showing off. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. John, any other good ones there? Uh, I'm just kind of looking here. A lot of these are just, uh, you know, are crazy. Oh, this is, a, you know, this is also another classic one. A goldfish has a memory span of three oh, seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. I like that people, one. People love that one. Uh, let's see. Like, cause some of these are not like, they are interesting facts, I guess, but they're not the type that like a dumb guy would say, like a rat can last longer without water than a camel like that. No one's using that as a, what? no one's using that as a thing. No, I mean, uh, speaking of rats, I think maybe the rat King might, qu- that's kind of a cool, that's oh, kind of yeah. a cool yes. phenomenon in general, but it's kind of something that people already know about. And if you were to like, present it as a as a fun bit of trivia people like yeah Hmm. i've heard of a racking you know now here's one this is i would say a dumb guy fact for a room of dumb guys okay so this is so this is not for to show off to a woman this is to show off to other to other bros maybe during a ufc event bruce lee was so fast they actually had to slow film down while shooting so you could see his moves that's really good too or or something sort of like oh and I, I guess they maybe did this with Bruce Lee, but it's like, oh, that guy, uh, they, they had to like insure his hands for like a million dollars or something. You know what I mean? Yes. Like whenever yes. that happens, that's a very good dumb guy fact, I think. Uh, and this is the last one, which is also another fact I've literally heard people say before. Celery has negative calories. It takes more calories to eat a piece of celery than there are calories in the celery. Interesting. Wow. So that's like that's a classic one. Okay. So yeah, there you go. If you're ever if you're ever looking, the Freeman Institute has a whole big <laughs> list of ways you can sound smart at any party. Damn. I love it. I'm I'm learning so much on today's episode. Me John, too. Can we get an update, John? How are you feeling? I feel like I'm feeling a little on my friend, John feel like I'm feeling a little better. Like I'm almost like maybe we should just do the bonus episode. You know what I mean? Would you do you want to? Like maybe, you know? I, I told them that you were feeling under the weather and that we, I was, let me see the exact wording I used here. Let's see. Just, <laughs> I, I have to finish the game. That's the problem. Yeah. 
I'm not uh, done the trivia game yet. Oh, okay. Why don't let's let's push it then. Let's push okay, it. Okay. All right. I, we'll I want you to feel better. Yeah. Okay. Let's push it. Alex, God, you see what feels, a good coworker I am. With it John? feels so good to push things. It it really does. It does. Canceling. I mean, I know it's like very cliche to say, but like canceling plans, it fucking rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Especially. Tony's- I mean, it, the the better version of canceling plans is when someone else cancels the plans for you, and you wanted to cancel because then you don't have to. You don't have to be like, oh, do you want to like scrap today or whatever and just like forget it someone else says it and then they're the ones who have to kind of feel bad about bringing it up totally best feeling in the world i felt pretty bad having to cancel trivia so well i had i had to be the messenger they're they're, they're all biting my head off right now they're so mad oh really they're just going nuts eh? yeah they were so excited to do do the trivia yeah (sighs) see now i want now i feel like i just want to do it no, nah, it's just you, get it over you, with. You, you, you recover, you rest and recover. Is this want... because you feel like you need to have more diarrhea as soon as we're done this? Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, John. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, are, how are, are you hung over today? Cause you've talked about uh, over the most recent past. If you even have a couple beers, you get, yeah. you get a little bit hung. Cause I'm not, I, so yesterday I had like, I had a few beers yesterday going, going to the Canucks game and uh-huh. oh, I, it was one of those hangovers this morning. I mean, I guess you wouldn't know this, but, uh, I'll talk to Alex about it. Yeah. And, and Dan maybe understands this as well. It's a hangover where you wake up and you feel like okay ish. And then it just gets progressively worse. Mm. The more you're awake. Uh, I usually feel pretty bad instantly if I'm going to have a hangover. I, I okay. don't drink anymore, actually. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm in the, the two-liter bottle of soda uh, with club with John. Uh, yeah. I actually don't drink soda either. I don't I don't give myself <laughs> anything fun except uh, 0.1% THC weed. That's like the one thing that I can do to my body that doesn't fuck it up entirely. I can't even drink coffee anymore because oh, wow. I don't drink coffee either. Yeah. The diarrhea thing. My, my stomach is uh, awful. Damn. But, what, uh, what about just like seltzer or like kombucha or seltzer? Well, I is, see you're drinking a little yerba mate there. Yeah. This is my treat. This is, I guess, uh, the caffeine. I, I drink caffeine now and then, but I, I, uh, I can't drink like two, three cups of coffee in the morning. Like I used to. Yeah, I'll say this, and I've said this on the show before, and Alex, you can probably back me up on this. When you stop, because I used to drink Coke all the time, when you stop consuming caffeine and then you have caffeine, it is crazy the effect mm-hmm. it has on your body, where you're just like, whoa, I was just doing this to myself every single day, but I just kind of didn't yeah. notice. Well, like going through like, caffeine withdrawal, right? Like oh, if, I, if I don't drink coffee for three or four days, it's like really noticeable. Oh, I oh I have, hey, dumb guy fact. You know, caffeine is technically a drug. <laughs> that's yeah. a very good one John, and go it's ahead. more and it's more addictive than yeah. heroin i needed to i needed to live so but yeah i uh like if i have caffeine i am fucking zooming like i if i have a can of coke i am ready to rock like which is kind of fun because if you like maybe like you yeah. right now alex if you do need that little boost you can actually use it yeah it's a nice tool to have yeah you and I should both do five-hour energies, Alex, and just see what happens. Oh man, I would I would love to see John on one of those. Holy shit, that would be a dream. <laughs> I uh, caffeine's always kind of worked. It. I've always been like numb to caffeine. Even I, maybe I'd had too much as a kid or something. But I remember drinking a Red Bull and then falling asleep immediately. Like the first time I drank a Red Bull in the in like during a road trip, I just fell asleep in the back seat of the car. Wow, I don't know. 
Wow. You're, I still, you're I, a better man than us. I drink it. I still, I still, I guess, I don't know. I think my body's just uh, used to it now. Yeah. I respect it. I, uh, well, I guess it's just me then just me drinking four liters of <laughs> pop at one time and uh, zooming <laughs> off of caffeine and speaking of zooming, let's zoom on over to our social media update. V- very nice, John. Very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Alex, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? Uh, I got to throw it to the diamond funeral. Yeah, I was going to say, mm-hmm. you have to talk about this. <laughs> we uh, we recorded an episode yesterday, like right before the Diamond funeral was leaking onto the uh, onto the internet. Uh, so we'll have to, we'll, we'll talk about it again th- uh, this week. But man, the, so the first thing I think I saw was Silk up there heavily implying that Diamond did in fact die of the vaccine. Yes, that was crazy. Uh, because we had you guys on our Patreon episode last week to talk all about the reaction uh, to, yeah, Diamond's quote sudden death. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you guys have mentioned it on your show, but uh, anytime anyone dies anywhere in the world now, it's because of the vaccine. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we know that for sure. Yeah, it's like, oh, you got shot in the head. Vaccine. Yeah. There was and a guy what? who died in a boating accident recently, like a <laughs> soccer player, I think. And yeah, that was the vaccine too. Um, yeah. <laughs> seeing that seeing that happen with Diamond uh, is incredible. Like I cannot believe they actually went that way. I can't Alex, believe Silk can went you that way. can you give us a little Diamond and Silk background? Because I do think some of our listeners may not know uh, who Diamond and Silk are and and what happened to to Diamond. Yeah. Well, Diamond, yeah, were yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, they were uh, early on Trump supporters, like back to 2015, 2016. Uh, uh, Actual sisters, I believe, you know, middle-aged black women who were like uh, voter outreach to the black community for Trump. Uh, there were they did officially become that in some capacity. They they were never like uh, press secretary, <laughs> All, you know, it, not for not for want of trying, but uh, they ended up becoming yeah enmeshed with the MAGA movement at large. Uh, they had their own show on uh, the My Pillow network they were <laughs> uh, PN, funny my favorite uh, my favorite network yeah diamond can be seen coughing on an episode of their show back in november before she was uh hospitalized for uh, apparently a long period of time and then uh yeah recently died um the way the way that this like rumor about you know vaccine death is spread is just the you know somebody will die somewhere a high school kid or a gymnast or something so and then Breitbart will report it as so-and-so dies suddenly. And then everybody in Breitbart's replies or everybody reading Breitbart is like, oh, they just keep dying suddenly. Everybody keeps dying suddenly. They keep using this word suddenly. And it's like, yeah, the, the outlets you read are using the word suddenly. But that's the the meme is that these people are dying suddenly. And so when uh, Diamond died, Trump did a truth. Uh, which we talked about on that episode that you guys guested on where he uses the word unexpectedly uh, yes. to describe her death. And he also, uh, he does caps lock when he talks about her big heart gave out. 
And so we were like, what the fuck? They're like, everybody thinks Diamond died of the vaccine now. Isn't that kind of counterintuitive? Wouldn't they think she was because she they also got in trouble on Fox News for spreading COVID misinformation about the vaccine? Yeah. Um, so you would think that they would be trying to stick with the line that, no, she never got the vaccine because she was, you know, a, a, aware of the dangers of it or whatever. But apparently, judging by this video I saw on Twitter from the funeral, they're leaning into the story that, no, the reason she didn't die of COVID, they're so in denial about COVID being deadly that they have to say that she died of the vaccine because, yeah, Silk says I'm not going to be called a conspiracy theorist because I refuse to acknowledge that my sister died suddenly. <laughs> oh my God, man. Do you, uh, I, I don't have the link, but you, the video's on Twitter, I think. The, if, the video's crazy. And like Trump there too. Trump talking about, he's like complaining about how long the funeral is. <laughs> and saying, uh, Diamond, I knew Diamond really well. I don't really know Silk. I'm excited to get to know her. Like, I mean, he was on his A game at the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I saw the clip out of context where he was like, uh, they said you can come by. I said, oh, I'll come by for a little bit, uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes or something. This <laughs> yeah. hasn't been a little bit of time, right, folks? This has been <laughs> <Yeah>. a long time. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, if you haven't seen the video, go go check it out, everyone. It's uh, really funny. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, love, I love when it, yeah. well, we talked about this on the MDC episode, but the funeral was also held like in an arena or like in part of an arena that mm-hmm. held like, I think, 2,000 people, 2,500? I think it was 5,000. Oh, no, yeah. yeah, you're right. 2,500, yeah. Where it's just like, holy hell. Like, I had never heard of these people before you and Tony introduced them to us. And then I was just like, whoa. It's crazy how you could just have this whole gap of insane people that you just missed. And you're like, oh, God. Like, there's, so ma- there's so many of them. Like, there's, like, I think Tony made the joke on that episode, like, how many of these people have made a let's go Brandon rap there? Yeah. There's yeah. like a dozen you've heard and then a dozen you haven't heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so wild. Uh, Stefan, what's going on on your social media? Uh, this is also right wing adjacent. Um, do you guys know who Melanie Mack is? No, she's no. a, she's a, I don't know if she's on Twitch anymore. She, I think she was a Twitch. She's a streamer. She's a game streamer. Uh, she is uh, Catholic. I believe, and uh, Good or, for her. or at the very least Christian, and she is uh, very much at into- the very least Christian. Yeah, I like she's Catholic, or at the very least Christian. Yeah, uh, but she's she's also <laughs> one of those people who's like, oh, I only eat I only eat meat and eggs and butter, like that's all I eat. Um, and you oh, may have seen like her the Jordan. Is that the Jordan Peterson kind of thing? It's kind of the Jordan Peterson diet minus a uh, hundred benzos a day, but. Um, <laughs> So she, you may have seen her like a month ago when she was hospitalized for not drinking water. Dan, hint, hint. Um, I'm just kidding. Dan's fine. Dan drinks plenty of fluids. Yeah, I'm um, fine. But she literally had to go to the hospital because she didn't drink enough water, uh, which is like, how do you do that as like a grown human being? I don't understand that. Um, but the reason um, people are talking about her now, it's not something she posted necessarily. It's a reply to her. Um, obviously you guys, uh, have heard about the whole gas stove thing going on in the U S right now. Um, so she, uh, she filmed a video, uh, and the, the, the caption was how to be gangster in 2023. And it's her making eggs on a gas stove. Uh, I mean, very, very stupid. The eggs look horrible, whatever. The, the eggs are funny. Do you know what the egg thing is, right? What's the you egg guys thing? aren't you guys aren't American? Okay, so the egg thing is eggs are super expensive right now. 
Oh, okay. Oh, so you're like you're gangster because you're you're you, you making the eggs as well because they're expensive. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But yeah, she is using a gas a gas stove, uh, a stove top, and making a lot of eggs. Uh, and like I said, they, they look horrible. Someone uh, <laughs> someone replied with, <laughs> I mean, I I'm, I'll link it to you guys, Dan. I feel like you maybe have seen this already. Yeah, um, I've seen this one. I want you guys to picture the worst cooked steak. Uh, oh. you, you can you can think of Alex. Have you seen this already? I I believe so. Yeah. Okay. What John, does even what even constitutes like a poorly cooked steak? I guess for me, I'm picturing like really overdone, um, and then also like maybe there's like um like visible kind of like worms coming out of it or something like that. Yeah, I mean you're not you're not that far off. So okay. so this Let's is take a peek uh, here. this is someone who said, "Here's the dinner my husband made with a gasp." gas stove and she's posting it in the replies i'll send it to you guys right now she's posting it in the replies to melanie mac like bragging about having a gas stove and it's like i don't want to give up my gas stove because i'm making meals like this look how fucking nasty this is this is i think this is the worst like in terms of a steak that's like not rotten how do you do this it looks like it was boiled it just looks so bad oh yeah this is a very um you know what it looks like it looks like if you got a steak at ihop yeah, because it's also very thin, right? Yeah, it's got that almost like Salisbury steak. I mean, I know that that's hamburger meat, but it's got that kind of thin, like it's like it feels like feel steak, like yeah. like beef, like pressings or something pressed together. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, I just it looks like you looks like you went to. Yeah, go ahead, Alex. Sorry. It looks like you went to all the way. You flew uh, thousands of miles to Britain just to get a steak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks it looks very very British. <laughs> Uh, I've been but, looking at all these uh, UK tourism guides, and the food there looks incredible. Um, the so it's the steak, it's the steak, and then it's some like cabbage, and then like the vegetables do not look that good either. You know what I mean? Like there's no there's no seasoning whatsoever, as as far as I can tell. It just looks so bland and disgusting, and just the mindset someone has where they are. I just I love this type of post. Uh, first of all, I love when it's like a reply, like the original post is very bad. And then a reply is somehow even worse. Yeah. So I love when that happens, but I, I specifically love when someone is posting something like this, uh, to like own someone and it just totally backfires. Like this person posted this because they thought it looked great. And that is so funny to think about the type of person who thinks this looks great because that's her. She thinks this food is good. And it's like, it is one of the worst looking steaks I have ever Sorry, seen I'm, in my life. I'm trying to wrap my head around this original Melanie Mac post. Oh, yeah. This is very, um, I, I just, I'm, uh, what's the point of this one? I feel like you said it, but it's it just because eggs it, cost a lot. And I know that they're saying now you're not supposed to have gas stoves in your house because they cause Yeah, uh, so, so she's gangster because uh, she's using a gas stove, which is very rebellious. And then she bought some expensive eggs. I, I saw gotcha. uh, there was a, if this helped, this might help John. I've seen a meme that describes kind of the same thing. Uh, it says how rappers flaunt their wealth in 2023. Yeah. And it was uh, a guy with a chain and he had an egg carton on the chain. Yeah. Pretty fun. That's a great, that's actually fun. That's a fun meme. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dumb guy being smart uh, meme as well. Yeah. Can you guys believe how much these eggs cost? Yeah. And of course it's all Joe Brandon's fault. Um, of course, but, you know, I don't want to get too political here on block party. I love the phenomenon where we're going through a recession, you know, quote recession, manufactured or otherwise, but it's just everything's more expensive. People will agree that everything's more expensive, uh, but no, you should not get paid more at your job. Yeah. Like, how, how do you complain about the one thing and then not 
like be like, well, then people need more money. Well, Alex, I think it's because they're very stupid. <laughs> they're a bunch of stupid hogs, I think is a big part of it. It's because they're all retired and wages mean nothing to them. That's true as well. Yeah. <laughs> and they went to college when it cost like $100 a year or whatever. Uh, John, what is going on in your social media? It's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, well, there was a big, a big moment in curling today, guys. Oh, okay. Uh, the the Alberta the Alberta Scotties final was today, and Alex, I'd just like to, um, as an American listener, could you please unpack what you think I just said? The Alberta the Alberta Scotties final was today. What am I What am I talking about? I mean, other than you know, it's curling. Um. Okay. Well. Yeah, that would be my only. It would be like, okay, this is some weird foreign sport. Alberta Scott, but you already said what sport it was. Um, are, the, are the Scotties? Is it like, is it a racist caricature of a Scotsman? <laughs> <laughs> That's good, actually. No, the uh, so in Canada, the women's national championship is called the Scotties Tournament of Hearts. Uh, and Scotties is a uh, is a facial tissue company uh, here in Canada. So <laughs> yeah. it is called the okay. Scotties Tournament of Hearts. Uh, they've been the longtime sponsor of of the tournament. And so the Alberta. So how it works in the Canadian championship is you have to win your province uh, to go to the nationals. So there's one representative from every province and territory at the national championships. So the Alberta Scotties is the Alberta championship. Um, so Kayla Skurlick. Uh, and her team uh, won today. And I just, yeah, I, I did my usual thing where I'm going quasi viral for just posting something where I, I just really just uh, took a video of my TV um, and then posted it. Uh, but I will say, I, I want you guys to take this in. We're going to watch the clip. Uh, Kayla makes a very tough shot for the win. And I just feel like you guys will enjoy um, the celebration, one of the top, one of the top celebrations really that, uh, I've seen in sports in quite a while. So, uh, yeah. So Dan, you can, you can roll the clip here. Make sure you jack that volume, Dan. You don't tell you me can't. what to jack. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. The broom toss. Yeah. Is that a first? Have you seen that before? There have been broom tosses before. Yeah. I mean, that's not a first toss. That thing that went two of them. Two of them do the broom toss. Oh, I I was just looking at the one on the right there. Oh, I didn't realize it was a dual toss. There's a dual. There's a dual broom toss. And I like that. They don't really scream anything. They just throw the broom and just start going. Wah! Wah! Love it. Uh, is that is that legal? Now, see, um, I don't know if you're familiar with baseball, but baseball has the bat flip, and the bat mm-hmm. flip is, de- depending on how aggressive it is, can is is fairly policed, as far as I know. Yeah. So um, I'll I'll say this: uh, most people love a good broom toss. There's been some big moments in uh, in curling history where uh, they're they've been punctuated by big time broom tosses. Very fun. I did like somebody was, I I thought you meant somebody was punctured by a broom toss. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's never happened, but close there. I know of one in particular where the player threw the broom and it apparently got very close to striking someone in the audience. But um, other than that, no, it's, it's really good. Um, But I will say uh, I, I tweeted about this and then, uh, there's another another curler named Ben Hebert who has done a few big broom tosses in his time. So I said to Ben, 
can you rate the broom toss for me? So he rated the broom toss and then Murray Lee uh, weighed in on this and said the most vicious broom toss I ever saw was by Paul Gausel and Red Deer in about 1980 bounced around in the rafters for a while. This shit needs to stop. I don't care for which reason anger or joy. Great shot though. Nice win. And then I replied, no, the broom toss is rock actually. And then Murray replied, it's all fun and games until someone loses an eye. Well, he did it. I mean, yeah. what I would like to see is if they if they tossed the the curling like the actual stone, the Just, stone. Now, then that you could actually hurt someone. Forty quite pounds severely. or whatever, right? Yeah, so, 40, 42 to forty four. Just like yeah. hucking that into the crowd and just like doming some old man. I mean, that would that would be bad. I think. I think we can agree that might be bad. That would probably be bad. Yeah, yeah. but well, also like legitimately like, uh, really impressive too. Like the thing is. Pete Weber never threw a bowling ball into the crowd. So like if he never did that, I feel like curling, you can't go. We can't be the first one. You know, there needs to be like a bowling ball tossed into the crowd or like a shot putter as like a huge throw at the Olympics, just picks up the shot put and throws it. (laughs) Then maybe we have a little bit of precedent for the, for the curling rock toss. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was a fun moment. Loved the celebration. And uh, yeah, like you said, Alex, gen, gen, generally, I would say most people don't are not super policing of celebrations in curling, but old people definitely because curling has this reputation of being the gentleman's game, mm. you know, or whatever. So yeah. that people are like, oh, you know, act like you've been there before. But Kayla's 25 and has never been there before. So one uh, one thing I noticed about that clip, I forgive me, John, I don't watch a lot of curling. Hey, no uh, you don't? No, I was impressed to see how they had to maneuver around the previous stones from previous throws or whatever it's called while they were, you know, brushing in front of the moving stone. I was like, oh, they're going to hit it. Oh, no, they know. They know where it is. They know what they're doing. Oh, cool. Yeah, people do get impressed by that. And it is a skill that you have to pick up over time. Like I can I can do that, too. Yeah, you you can kind of because the way your head's down, you can sort of see the rocks out of your peripheral. So you can kind of you sort of know like, okay, I'm going to have to, and you think about it before the shot. You're like, okay, yeah. well, if we get close, I know I'm going to have to kind of dance around these rocks here or whatever. Yeah. yeah it's fun. You're like having to lean over like three stones that are side by side and like ugh, try to scrape it while maintaining your balance. Yeah. It's tough. It's a great game. Yeah. Uh, speaking of great games, let's move on to our block tail. What did you tweet? You brought receipts, Blocktail. Woo! No longer can see that post. It's a Blocktail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a Blocktail. Alex, the floor is yours. Oh, uh, what you. do you have? What do you have for us? I mean, you you told us. Bef- I think this was before recording. You said that you you've actually kept uh, track. Like you you know you figured at some point we'd invite you on the show. You said that on the show, didn't you? I don't I, fucking remember. I don't remember if we were recording, but yeah, I've just in case you have an you, album just in case uh, <laughs> you, you got invited on the show of, of blocks. So, I mean, that's, that's impressive foresight. I feel that's like more you're work the first. than most of our guests do. So thank you. Yes. No question. We appreciate it. Uh, so this is, um, this is just on Facebook. Like I said, I don't have many blocked stories because I usually try to fly below the radar so I can still see everything and get yeah. content for the show, you know? Uh, but This one, somebody, I don't even remember what the original post was, uh, but this guy, Jason, I won't say his last name, uh, he commented, could liberals survive 16 years of Trump's without starting a war? So, 
okay, so 16 years, that's four divided by four. That's four terms. They're talking about like the Trump dynasty. This is obviously right. like a meme about the Trump dynasty that these people want, you know, Trump, Don Jr., Ivanka, and then Barron, you know, to carry the whole thing home. Uh, could, could liberals survive 16 years of Trump's without starting a war? And then a listener of uh, Minion Death Cult, Ben, tagged us in this in this comment. Um, and then Jason's reply to this, without Ben even saying anything to him, Jason says, well, if you three are indicative of the liberal army, period, it will be a short war for you. Looks like three soy boys that don't know if they are girls or not, dot, dot, oh. dot. Hmm. Mm. Uh, and so I did the classic, uh, low effort copying this guy's avatar. Oh yeah. And a, a classic re- replying to him with it. And you know, <laughs> I don't move. necessarily like to talk about people's appearances or whatever. Um, he doesn't okay. look like he's in, in you, he, I'll say this, at all. Uh, you just showed us the picture. I think you could beat his ass. I'll be honest with <laughs> you. No I, th- I think there's no question in my mind. And Tony too. I his beer, you, his you, beer looks awful, by the way. His beard, yeah. all, his facial hair situation is not good. But like his, the beer he's holding, yeah. awful. He's no literally- question. Even if you don't know if you're a boy or a girl or whatever he said, or that you that you are a soy boy, like you could yeah. take you could take this guy. Tony- I'm gonna say he looks like more of a soy boy. If if we are if you're looking at like what the cliche of like a soy boy is, yeah, they should call him Edamame because he's a bit of a soy boy. <laughs> hey, very nice. He's you. like half slumped over in a booth holding <laughs> a half drunk Guinness. Uh, yeah, looking very comfy, looking very comfortable. Yeah, Tony. Tony's a six three former bouncer who's been in like <laughs> dozens of fights in his life. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what this guy saw. I don't know if this guy actually looked at our profile pics or not. But um, so I replied with the photo and just said, "LOL." Like this is you, dude. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, man. And uh, he said, "He said, do you want to die?" <laughs> okay. Because uh, I take that as a threat, and I will fucking handle you. And so then I was like in the in the zone and like not really thinking, so I just said, "LOL, fuck you, bitch." <laughs> and then he replied to me with a photo from when actually when I was on tour with you guys, when Minion Death Cult was on tour with Street Fighting, you guys of this like photo I took of myself in the green room where it's like yeah. one of the best looking photos you look hot. I've yeah, ever taken in my yeah. life. You look very good there. <laughs> and I said, uh, I said that definitely afraid of someone so sensitive as to feel their life is threatened for posting your own profile picture. I said, cool. That's thanks. That's a great photo of me. <laughs> and then he, he blocked me. Wow. Yeah, very nice. It. I mean, the, that, that is such a classic maneuver is is the is the quote tweet or reply or whatever with the profile picture and just like saying nothing else like it it just it just works every single time i think it's incredible yeah there's actually more to this story i'm going i'm so glad i saved this whole album because there's (laughs) there's more uh so i think other people found the thread and were like laughing at this guy uh not only did he block me when i posted his photo because remember he said he took it as a threat that i posted his photo and he'll fucking kill me Mm-hmm. He changed his name on Facebook. Somebody else, another another friend of the show, uh, screenshotted dude's profile where he changed his name, changed his profile picture, changed his fucking cover photo. Uh, and then Ben, the guy, the listener who tagged me in the in the 
uh, post originally says, update, this guy just called my shop to threaten to come to Kansas and kick my ass. <laughs> Adding, quote, if you fuck with the wrong people, they will find you. Oh, that's so Wow. Wow, that's really good. Wonderful. And then uh, he says, also, I've been reported to, quote, the police in <coughs> my state. So Jason reported Ben to his own police. The guy, uh, the guy threatening to kill someone has yeah. called. The, okay. <laughs> For threats under the Interstate Commerce Act. <laughs> what? Oh my! Wow, God. man, Facebook is that's like, a classic dumb guy right there. Yes. bringing up like a specific law yeah. or thing like that's a, a classic statute. Move. Yep. Yeah, statute. Oh, that's really good. I feel like we don't get enough Facebook blocks, but whenever we do, they're always oh, so insane. Because it's another level. Because most of the people who are still on Facebook are fucking nuts. Something's wrong with them, including yeah. me, yeah. obviously. <laughs> well, very I nice. Just, like, Thank I just like I love the uh, yeah I love the idea that to like I'm guessing he changed his profile and stuff because he was like oh shit like people know what I look like now or they know my name like it's also a very funny thing where you he thinks in his mind that you violated his privacy or something and now <laughs> he's like oh fuck like people are gonna like my dad is like that like he's not like this guy but he. He is a photographer, so he has an Instagram where he just posts like the photos that he takes. He doesn't actually like post any photos of himself. I follow he, your like, dad on Instagram, John. Oh wow, that's so nice. Yeah, he's a, he's he's a great photographer. Um, but it's very funny because yeah, he's the same. I've talked about this on the show before, I think, so I won't belabor the point. But yeah, he he genuinely thinks that like any photos of him online are going to like activate the deep state or something. And I'm like, dad, you're, you live in suburban British Columbia. You're a retired grandfather of two. Like no one, the government doesn't give a shit about you, but he genuinely like, yeah, he's, he's read all the wrong things where he thinks like he's been profiled and he can't have a Facebook and he can't show his face on Instagram and whatever, because that's then someone's going to take him out. Uh, that reminds me of another. Uh, it's it's a dumb guy uh, wrong. It's not a fact. It's it's a, a dumb guy lie uh, that they love. Is is the copy pasta of like Facebook? You do not have permission to use my photos for uh, right. profit. Yeah. Or whatever. Yes, I and love that, those. I love them too. And they keep mutating. They keep updating with you know it was it was originally that, and then it was like Facebook is going to update this. You know this. Uh, December 31st at midnight. So make sure to switch your profile over to this feature before then, or else all your data becomes compromised or whatever. I love, yeah. I love them so much. Like you always have to do something new to stay one step ahead of these guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love those. I love those too. I also, I like doing the profile picture reply too. I remember I did it to this really heinous Vancouver city councilor. And someone was just like, uh, it's okay if you disagree with her politics, but we shouldn't go after people's looks. And I was like, I genuinely didn't. I mean, I, I made no comment whatsoever. <laughs> I literally just took her profile picture and replied it to her. That's uh, not, that wasn't me, you know, going after, like, it's just, it's a very funny thing to think. It's like, oh, you really don't understand what we're, what we're doing here. Well, it's funny, but it's not innocent. You can't pretend like you didn't have oh. ill intent by showing her photo. You know, there is like some. Some oh, definitely. Sass nastiness to it, but I pre I appreciate that level of nastiness. 
Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to say there's no nastiness. There's definitely. I I hate this woman. There's absolute nastiness, and I do also think she's ugly. But that wasn't the uh, that wasn't the statement I was trying to make. It's just yeah. she genuinely looks unhinged in her profile picture. Yeah. So replying it to her doing an unhinged tweet is like, are we surprised this tweet came from this person? Totally. That's fair. all. But but yeah, yeah, certainly the intent was was bad yeah but i do feel like the profile picture is, is him being like you violated my pro i take this as a threat this is like you came into my home i'm legally allowed to kill you now you took my yeah. you came into my facebook home and took my belonging my that's profile like all time overreaction that's so good <laughs> yeah really really good uh we've got a great uh, listener block as well this one comes in from dumb ash uh and this is uh uh gina carano uh, oh wow! Who's okay. been uh, in the news a little bit lately because uh, she starred in the uh, the movie that was executive produced by Ben Shapiro in the Daily Wire called Terror on the Prairie. Uh, in terms of box office results, and I quote: "For its three day opening, it grossed only nine hundred and eighteen dollars." Oh boy! Hell yeah! Even funnier, right wingers are pissed because the story involves a mother having to defend her son against invading cowboys or whatever the fuck while the husband is away. So they hate a strong female character. Gina posted some bullshit tweet about praying and miracles happen. And I saw below that a person posted trans rights in the replies to which a Gina Stan said, trans people have the rights to stop pretending they're a different gender. I replied to this by saying, I'll bet the money's worth of the box office results that every trans man is braver than you to this chud in the replies. And she blocked me. So basically she's a snowflake. Love the show and everything you guys do. Dumbass. Nice work. Dumbass. Oh, yeah, Thank yeah, you so much. Him. See you in the Lord, chat. Lord's work. There. <laughs> Yeah, great work. Uh, we love when uh, we love when people go after people in the replies on celebrities that are problematic. So great work. Uh, if you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. You can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash blockparty where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. And uh, if we're not there already, we are getting very close. If we get 150 $100 club subscriptions, Stefan will learn how to drive. That's right. And uh, Stefan, you've said you, you've actually started studying for the test because you, you're pretty confident that we're going to get to the 150 I mean, we're so close. I, I got I to gotta get some work in here, too. And I got, I got plenty of free time as well, so I might as well be doing something actually productive. <laughs> What's the like stupidest thing you've learned so far? Um, I guess that you were just like, wait, what? That's the law? Well, I, it's not the stupidest thing. And I think we touched on this before, but like, it's very funny. Cause like the last time I took the test was so long ago. And now there's so many things about like, are you allowed to be on your phone? Are you allowed to use like a device? And it's like, it's just like a totally right. different like era now. So that's been it's a new era of driving tests, baby. Well, We're it's nice because a lot of the times those are the, those are the gimme questions. Cause it's always just like, don't use, just don't use your phone ever. Like that's always the answer. So yeah, it's nice yeah. to have more gimme questions, I guess. Yeah, you got to have a few gimmies in there. So yeah, yeah so we're getting very close. We're going to, if we get to 150, we're going to do a video episode series of me in the car with Stefan teaching him how to drive. Uh, it and your is, car already has like a bit of damage to it. So well, yeah, so I, 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 uh, I said on the show about a month ago, I got into a fender bender when it snowed up here. Not crazy amounts of damage, but it needs to be fixed. And I thought maybe I might just wait until I'm done teaching you to drive because there may be some other things that will need fixed when... It's all said and done. So yeah, maybe gonna, we'll see I'm if we can borrow drive into a wall at full speed. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that we can see if there's like a driving comment. school that will lend us the car that has the gas pedal and brake in the passenger. Oh, yeah. 
so I can like help you not uh, <laughs> die, not kill it, not kill us both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's all over on Patreon. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Block Party Pod. And if you like the show, tell a friend. Alex, we're here at the end of the show. We always like to end every show with a top three. Three, two, one. Trois, deux, un. Uno, 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 uno. Mustard. Three. Sauce. Deux. Girlfriends. Uno, 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 uno. What do you have for us, please? Have we, have you done top three Canadian musical acts? Oh, I don't don't know that we've done like top three Canadians all time, I think, or something. Yeah, we've done some Canadian stuff, but not Canadian musical acts, I would say. That's okay. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love, I mean, this is going to be great. Uh, I was going to come up with something uh, more niche, but then I couldn't think of three. And I was like, (laughs) I'm not going to. No, that's good. Uh, So Alex, start us off with your number three, please. Yeah. uh, Just off the top, off the dome, it's got to be cursed. Do you guys listen to you guys listen to hardcore at all? Uh, I, I listen to a little bit. Uh, I don't. I don't think I know Cursed though. Maybe I do. I mean, I've seen a lot of hardcore shows, so probably. Uh, just really good, fast, angry, uh, evil sounding hardcore with good, good lyrics, good leftist lyrics. Uh, the Chris Cullahan, the singer, is like a, a fucking juggernaut in the punk and hardcore scene. He's been in like eight amazing bands at least uh cursed is is kind of one of his later bands but uh maybe maybe the best known maybe the best in general uh are you familiar with the death wish record label uh yep so that's jacob bannon's uh from converge the singer of converge that's his record label uh cursed is so cool they have a diss song about jacob bannon and Death Wish Records called uh, Friends in the Music Industry. That's love it. Really good. Yeah, I'll have to check it wow. out. I don't like I don't like Converge, so uh, I'm excited to uh, to check that out. People always are like Converge are amazing. I'm like when uh, <laughs> Stefan, you're number three. I'm gonna go with uh, this is a band I haven't listened to as much recently, but I remember liking them when I was when I was a teen and early twenties. But Sloan, so four four. Well, I mean they're honorable mention for sure. Uh, Sloan. Mm. Sloan is a great band. Great Canadian band. Great uh, Canadian band. Yep. Uh, you know, if it feels good, do it. What a, what a great song that is. That's just like such a classic, like throwback, like rock song, you know, a uh, yep. very Canadian band, very Canadian song right there. Uh, so I got to go with Sloan for my number three. Love Sloan. The good in everyone is probably my favorite Sloan song in the music video rocks. Yep. They're just driving on the 401 and then they pull off and start jamming in the middle of the road. Yep. Um, fucking rocks. Uh, okay. This is tough. A lot of great Canadian artists. I have to say all due respect to Shania, Celine Dion, Brian Adams, you know, your classic Canadian pop artists. Uh, but my number three is Alanis Morissette. Great choice. Uh, of course. Jagged little pill. Incredible. I tweeted this, but that was the best concert I saw last year. She was doing a 30th anniversary of jagged little pill. And, uh, it was it ro- our 25th anniversary, I guess, and it rocked. Uh, just a great show. I had a huge crush on her back in the day, um, and she just kind of seems like she rocks. She's a little bit, I think, she's a little bit maybe hippie. She just put out like a meditation record and stuff like that, but you know what? Fuck it. I love her. Great. Jagged Little Pill is just one of the best albums of all time. I Nothing got, else you can say. Jagged Little Pill is one of like the first albums I ever listened to. You know, I think it was in like my stepmom's music collection or whatever. Uh, 
amazing album. Uh, All I Really Want, one of the like top opening tracks of any so good. Uh, album, in my opinion. Yeah, incredible. So that's my number three. Alex, your number two. Okay, my number two. Um, Broken Social Scene. You guys listen to Love those it. guys? Oh, yeah. yeah. I also just went to their 20th anniversary of You Forgot It in People. Uh, see, I missed that. I didn't even know that was happening. Uh I've, I've, it's, was it, was it weird? How, how was the experience? Great. Great. I've seen them live three times. That was probably the best I've, I saw them. Um, they just, they were really tight. I mean, they didn't have Justin pair off, uh, which is unfortunate cause he's an amazing drummer, but, um, yeah, show rocked. It was like perfect set list. They played all of you forgot it in people mixed in basically six or seven of their other biggest hits. Yeah. Awesome band. Yeah, I um they're one of those bands that I discovered yeah in like the early 2000s where I was like, "Oh shit, you can play piano in a rock in an indie rock song." Like, you know, like you can put cool instruments. Arcade Fire is another another corny now, but uh they're they're another band where you're listening here like, "Oh, you can actually cuz I grew up on oldies and classic rock and all of that stuff." And so it was so cool to see like modern cool kids incorporating more classic rock or at least like jazz element. You know, they don't sound like jazz, but they're doing like a brass section in in their uh in their songs. And it just yeah, such like lush layers of of sound in a lot of those broken social scene songs. I I had the unfortunate experience of of seeing them, I think in like 2019 or something and just getting bad vibes for, cause it's like a new lineup now. And it's like, it's not their fault. And the new album that they have, uh, does have some pretty good songs on it. Yeah. Um, but it just felt weird. It felt, I could feel how old I was watching them. It's like the same, um, the same feeling I got when I saw Thursday. Yeah. Full, full, full collapse. collapse. Yeah. yeah. I went to that too. And it was, it was good. But yeah, well, Thursday always had the one guy who looked like a 50-year-old mobster, <laughs> even when they were yeah. all 30. Uh, their one guitar player where you're just like, how did this guy end up in a screamo band? It makes no sense. Yeah, but Jeff, yeah, I, yeah, I was really blown away by how short their set list was. I feel like that made me feel older, too. Like, they just played Full Collapse and then a two-song encore, and that was it. And I was like, oh, they they are tired. They are old. <laughs> It was I I love Thursday even even if some of their albums are are aren't my favorites of theirs but uh they um it, it was more of like I was looking at them, I was like fuck when I first heard this album when I was first listening to this album I was for sure going to be in a touring band like that yeah. that was and I'm like just watching it by myself in LA and being like this is not you know my life's better now uh, but <laughs> But it was it was a weird like you know existential crisis seeing them. But broken social scene though, good Canadian band, great Canadian wow. boys. Yep, love All it. Right. Stefan, your number two. Number two, I'm going to go with Neil Young. Great call, unbeatable, uh, very unique voice. Except for the person who's number one. Well, that's true. Uh, <laughs> he's got a he's got a very unique voice. My 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 dad loves Neil Young. My mom has always like tried to like him, I think, but just can't get over his voice. Um, yeah. which I, I understand. Um, but I mean, just some, some classic songs, old man, heart of gold, uh, you know, the needle and the damage done, uh, only love can break your heart. I mean, Neil Young, unbeatable. And love I think it. he's, and also he put out, uh, he used to have, he, he had like a custom Neil Young, like MP3 player or whatever music player. Porno. The porno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was awesome when he tried to make that work. He's like, people want to exclusively yeah. listen to music in FLAC, so I am going to they make do. a. He was right. 
I was gonna say I feel like I feel like Dan has a Pono. The I problem, wish. the problem with the Pono is it was fucking triangular. It was like I don't know what the geometric term is, but it was like a it was like a Play-Doh triangle stick. I need you to know? look this up here. Let's. I, I, don't I, I, actually... I just tried to search oh, Pono I... lifetime sales, and you're gonna get a lot of porno results. <laughs> uh, so just keep. Yeah, that I see what you mind. mean. So it's it's because it's like it is a rectangle shape but it is like it's a re- it's like actually just like a little it's a triangle so you can kind of stand it up i guess on on the back yeah it's you you can stand it very, up but how how are you going to put that in your pocket like, I, I yeah <laughs> it's it's a very <laughs> weird design uh but you know shout out to neil young for the pono of course uh, the needle and the damage done also a thursday lyric true there you go great song john understanding in a car crash yeah uh I, well, I'll say this. I just looked up uh, the Pono. This is from noise11.com. A very funny lead to the article. So the, the headline is RIP Pono. Neil Young kills off his digital player. And then the lead is everyone who shelled out big bucks for Neil Young's high resolution Pono audio player appears to have a new Toblerone shaped paperweight, uh, which is great. And then Neil's quote about it is very good. Uh, The first problem was the high cost of the music, which Neil says was forced by the record companies who thought consumers should pay more for a better quality product. In the interview, the artist stated, we did make a bad move. Well, for me now, I think I will spend my time playing casino games at daisy slots for entertainment and also to push me away from being depressed about what happened. (laughs) So shout out to Neil Young and his online slots addiction. He also loves the San Jose Sharks. So, oh, that's cool. uh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he's a season ticket holder and uh, loves loves hockey. So. That rocks. Hell yeah. Number two for me, uh, this is, so a lot of people, when they talk about Canadian bands, they will say Tragically Hip is the most quintessential Canadian band. And for me, that is false. Uh, just for me personally. I'm not saying they're not the most Canadian band, but for me personally, I think the Constantines are my version of the most quintessential Canadian band. Uh, I love them. Alex, I actually think you would dig them. If you've never heard of them before, I'll send you a couple tracks. I think you could get really into it. It's a very good indie rock music. It's music for the working man. They're from Hamilton, Ontario, Steel City, or I think they're from Guelph actually, which is right next door to Hamilton. But yeah, uh, just fucking awesome music. Bry Webb, the lead singer, amazing, phenomenal live show. I've seen them a few times. And uh, one of the, like, they're, they're the top, like, close to the top of my list of, like, a band I would love to reunite for an album. Like, they've reunited for tours, but they haven't written an album since 06, I think, or 07. And so I would love, that's the band that probably tops my list of, like, I would love to see. Um, I would love to see another record from them. So sorry, 2008 was their last. Uh, so yeah, Constantine's my number two. Right. Alex, you're number one. Okay. My number one, you know, I've talked about a lot of good bands here. Uh, it's hard to pick a, a favorite. Uh, I feel like I'm neglecting so many, uh, but I think my number one Canadian band, just the best, really no, no question about it is a uh, theory of a dead man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go. They're from, uh, are they from Vancouver, John? Oh, you bet. Yeah. Theory guys, of a Dead Man also have an amazing song. Brian and I talk about it on the POD cast quite a bit, which I believe, Alex, maybe you and Brian talked about it on Buttfest as well. Uh, but they have a song that's basically like uh, like a diss track against homeless people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, it's, Hate My Life. Yeah, if, Hate we, My can Life. Can we get yeah, a little bit of Hate My Life? Theory of a Dead Man, Hobo, Hate My Life comes up. And then, yeah, the, the first verse is so sick of the hobos always begging for change. I don't like how I got to work and they just sit around and get paid. Yeah. What? Uh, 
the music yeah. video is amazing. It's like him walking on a studio back lot. I think it might be like the Universal Studio back lot, you know, where like Back to the Future was filmed and shit. And he's walking around and there's like, you know, women doing pratfalls behind him and shit as he complained. There's car accidents and stuff. He's, he's, uh, yeah, just complaining. The whole song is his. The whole song is, yeah. It's like his version of She Fucking Hates Me, but it's like about by Puddle of Mud, but it's about his life. So this is the, this is, I think, probably my favorite verse. And Stefan, I know that you'll love this as well. I hate that I can't tell when a girl's underage. (laughs) Oh my God. And how when I tell her she's a nice piece of ass, then her daddy punches me in the face. When did this song come out? 2008. Yeah. What? So if you're so yeah. if you're pissed like me, bitches, here's what you've got to do. Oh. Put your middle fingers up in the air. Go on and say fuck you. Yeah. Fuck oh. you authority. I don't like that very much. Fuck you authority, homeless people and <laughs> underage girls. It's he's got a lot of targets. Ooh, that's uh that's really bad. <laughs> It's really depressing, yeah. Yeah, oh, just, a, just a horrible band. The oh. other, my other favorite song for them is called Bitch Came Back. Uh, it's oh. about a bitch who came back the very next day. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, doesn't he actually sing that? He sings like Bitch Came Back the very next day. That's yeah. the chorus. Yeah. Like, play oh. some of it. <laughs> Please, Dan, play some of it. Are we allowed to? I don't know if I can pull that up quickly enough. Well, just just put it in in the in Believe post. It or not, I, guess. I don't have that on my hard drive. <laughs> that is wait, shocking. what, Dan? Come on. <laughs> wait, maybe oh, maybe boy. I maybe uh, you guys can hear it if I play it. Oh, the bitch not. came back oh. the very next day. Oh, the bitch came back. Thought she was a goner, but the bitch came back. Hmm. She couldn't stay away. Ah. Don't you know the bitch? His voice is not strong enough to do an acapella no. start to a song hear, either. You got to hear the first verse. I like her so much better when she's down on her knees. Because when she's in my face is when I'm starting to see that all my friends are out for thinking that we'd be wrong. Well, she's so fucking stupid that she's singing along. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. Oh, that's like the worst song of all time. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, so probably my top Canadian band. Of course, yeah. <laughs> of course. Oh, boy. Stefan, your, uh, your number one? My number one. Uh, friends of the show, I would say. Uh, probably my most listened to band of the last five years. Pup. Mm-hmm. Gotta go with oh. Pup. Just, just very fun music to listen to. Um, just, I, and, and, you know. The albums are fairly short too, so you can just power through one of them pretty quick out on a walk or whatever. Um, and it's just it's just wonderful. It's just very good, uh, you know, pop punk punk music. Uh, I love it. And Pup, go check them out if you if you don't listen to them. Yeah, love Pup. Um, and hopefully they're listening uh, to this episode, so they can maybe you know kind of check out what Theory of a Dead Man's up to and. <laughs> See if there's maybe any cover ideas, one of those songs. you know, yeah, maybe yeah. just, you know, hate my life by pup, uh, I think would be fun. Um, but yeah, great choice. Love pup as well. I, I have so many, like there's just, I grew up surrounded by Canadian music and, and played with a lot of Canadian bands. Like there's so many choices. Pup is also on my honorable mention list, but my number one genuinely, like maybe the band that shaped my life more than any other band. As far as that goes, Alexis on fire of course, I knew uh, it. is my, is my number one. Love those guys. I've seen them live more than any other band. I think it's like 15 times or something like that. 
Uh, amazing live act. Love what they do. Even their most recent album that came out this year didn't really have any business being as good as it is. Uh, yeah, just one of those bands. They have really no misses. They have some tracks that are misses for me, but they have no albums that are misses for me. And Watch Out uh, is probably like one of the seminal albums of of my entire life. So have to give it to Alexis on Fire, even though there are so many great choices in this category. Um, okay, great top three, Alex. That was uh, wonderful. Before we go, anything that you would like to plug? Yeah, go ahead and listen to Minion Death Cult if you haven't already. Uh, we cover social media derangement, mostly of the political variety, uh, but I, I I would say barely mostly because uh, oftentimes it's just general boomer nonsense uh, cultivated from my alternate Facebook pages. We've, of course, covered the latest uh, right-wing freakouts over gas stoves. Uh, you can listen to that episode. It's called My Gas Stove and Oven Now Uses the Pronouns of Cook and Bake. Uh, that's just the, the if you see a weird title it's going to be a good episode um, and we also just uh, tonight are releasing our newest episode that covers uh, boomers freaking out over Pink Floyd changing their profile oh, picture on Facebook to I something saw that. something with a freaking rainbow in it they, they got the, they put the gay colors in their in their logo is nothing sacred uh, we cover that I mean well. Dark Side of the Moon has a rainbow on the cover anyway uh that rocks uh yeah if you want to check out uh if you want some good uh places to start with mini and death cult as well you can head on over to their patreon as alex referenced stefan and i were just on the show this week and we've made a few appearances on both regular and bonus episodes of mini and death cult so um yeah it's a great show uh we love we love what uh, you guys are doing and and yeah if, if you're looking for a place to start those are some good spots to jump in uh, as for us, again, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blocked Party Pod. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash blocked party. And we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>